Well, guys, I just got back from Mexico and I had a thought. Okay. While I was down there, I, you know, I really had a really good time. You know, if you've ever been to an all inclusive, it's very fun. It's very nice and relaxing. Um, but it's, <clears throat> it's just a great vacation in my, was mind. this a nude one? Like where you're all nude? No, but we did have one experience. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So Whoa. we're on, okay. Ooh. For some of the, I guess listeners haven't heard if they didn't hear part, if they're not going to listen to part due, cause we talked, you about better listen there. to part due, <clears throat> but we went over to this. Isla Mujeres is what it's called. It's an island across from Cancun. Yep. Took a catamaran there. Is a day, whole day's activities. Mm-hmm. And on the way there, I'm like laying. There's people sitting and laying yeah. and all this stuff on the boat. And I look up. There's a big boat coming. <laughs> and everybody just starts like, hey. You know, everybody's kind of waving. Hey. Yeah. We look over. And I mean, boobies just bouncing over there. It's it's a nude cruise. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, what? Everybody's like, oh my! Just, I mean, not everybody's fully nude, but I mean, it's seventy percent. Wow! Nudity. And one dude just butt naked right there off the back of the boat, and I was just like, oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just everybody was like floored by it. But anyway, wow. I, mean, I guess that's a thing. Somebody was somebody was getting a blowjob in the front of the boat. No way. You're kidding. 100%. It was that much? Yes. It was like a sex cruise. Whoa. It was something crazy. I mean, blowjob in the front. There was other stuff going on. That sounds fun. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's like girls going wild in Mexico. Yes. One Damn. Of those things. But anyway, um, what was I? How did we get on that? I don't remember. You did had y'all... something from Mexico trip. You're yes, stuff on the but what trip. I ha- what I was thinking about while I was there is how much I love, like, Mexican music, like Spanish music. Yeah, like I I've always known I love love it. You know, it makes you feel good. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I was like, I think I actually really love this music. You it's did not really just, love it. Wouldn't Spotify be giving it to you all the time? I'm not saying I listen to it, like algorithm wise you know the other not, kind of love yes like real love <laughs> like it was one of those things where you know you listen to a certain kind of music but you out most of the time you only listen to spanish or mexican music in that yeah. environment right but that and right? you think that's evidence that you truly love it no 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 <laughs> the amount i enjoy it mm-hmm. like when i hear it in those instances mm-hmm. in a in mexican its restaurant in its context which is normally mm-hmm. where it's at yeah how much I love it. And so it made yeah. me come to the conclusion that I actually just love the music. But it's you have not, to have somehow the setting to get the to get it. It helps. It helps. But I think if you just play Spanish music in your house, it would just put you in that mood. Yeah, yeah, it probably would. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. saying you're drinking every day or whatever, but it just puts you in a better place. But that's so different than your day to day. The music doesn't really match or work good. And just like if you put it but on, while you're I'm back saying, in. what if you change that? You know what I mean? Just change it. Just go Spanish music for a month. See how you feel afterwards. Oh, that's a good. That, <laughs> that's what I. That's a good do. idea. Like for one month, you just go. Idea. Yeah, it will change that, the way you feel. Uh, now, what if you did that? That would be kind of cool. What if it was a challenge? You went even food. You know what I mean? Like you, you for one month you immerse yourself in a <laughs> yeah. whole other culture. Oh my you know what gosh. I mean? And you can't see- post on social media, obviously, about it. <laughs> no, this is more of a private exercise. It's not something yes. you, you couldn't glamorize it. No, 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 no. no, no. But- you, you couldn't tell anybody with your family. <laughs> it's just the best people in the house. <laughs> but it would be so great. I was just thinking about that. I was like, man, I. I mean, I know you have responsibility at home and it's a different environment. Yeah. You know, you're not chilling, but I think it just puts you in a slightly better place mentally. Then, you know, it, different cultures kind of have a different effect on you. But I was thinking that too. I was like, what are your guys' favorite, like, cultural? What's your favorite cultural type of music outside of what you're used to outside of the U.S.? Because they are very, they're pretty different sometimes. Something I listen to a lot is Jamaican music. Now I don't know that's if that's fun. you know what I mean, and that's interesting because it's kind of a specific thing in a in a yeah. overall tiny location, but I mean that that's been kind of Americanized a decent amount. So I don't know if right. it's that you know, but I mean the origin of it, you know, 
it it is like that. But yeah, uh, Spanish music is always just fun. Like I always like it when I go so to fun. you know whenever I hear it, I just think it's it always. I just love the horns. I love the you know the vibe of the music for sure. Now I will say this: this is I don't know why, but I fell in love with this song, and I haven't pursued this music much. But uh, this is by the artist. Um, and this is true. This is on my you got, best, best, best. You got to change, you change your, your music you, setting. Your set music setting. Because you, you should do it every time because you're, you know, okay. once in a while known to sing original a little, sound to play a little for, thing. for musicians <laughs> on. Okay. You've been known to sing a little this tune. Is known by, to. This is by Fei Young Ching. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Here's the thing. But I promise you, I listen to this song at least once or twice a month. It's a nice feeling. You know what I mean? It kind of... A little magical. And you recognize it the same way as you recognize Mexican music. You know what I mean? With the yep. horns or with the, the, the vibe, the way the, the guitars are played. And, you know, Asian music. This makes me feel like all is right with the world. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's... I know. I listen to this song all the time. I love it. The truest intentions. I, I bet this guy might be... Honor. Honor. It makes you feel honored. Respect. This is beautiful singing. Mariah Carey, my ass. Does that make you understand that culture more? Like that's a feeling that they like for them. That's yeah. It's like we have that feeling, but we don't make music. We kind of some of our music gets at that feeling, but not as not right. as much. So what do you think? And this goes a little more philosophical. But what do you think? Do you think the music? Do you think the culture drives the music, or the music drives the culture? Does that culture drives the music? No. I think. I I okay. Let me try a big thought about music that will make sense to me in this moment, and maybe not ever again. But it it seems like a music when we were in. Okay, I'm gonna try and connect this thing. It'll sound like all drug related or something because it's like <laughs> it's, it sounds crazy. But yeah, when man. we were in, yeah, bro. Um, yeah, bro. But when we were in Outer Banks, I was talking. Remember that guy I was talking to outside the movie theater. For a while, uh, yes, like a weird yeah, local. Yeah, 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 yes. Okay, so this is a weird local guy that lives on a boat in Outer Banks. Okay, but he told me, and we were in a pretty deep conversation. Um, he had been through a lot of stuff when he was little and things like that. And he said that ever he thinks music helped him something or another. And he says there only way he can explain it is that there's a frequency for every emotion. Okay. He said, and, and he said, there's a certain type of music. Mm. And he said, when he, when he was like numb or bad, like he was like out from trauma or something like that. And then he would feel the feelings that music gave him when he did, couldn't feel any by himself. And then that's how he got back or whatever. So that's sounds like, I think yep. pretty in line with what people are saying when they, or it's like when they couldn't generate feelings, they could go and have them be generated, helped to generate those feelings of whatever emotion yeah. is. And then you can build your way back. From, like mm. you can do something on top of that. that and that, that's pretty crazy sounding, but that I think that might be what kind of explains it. But that kind of, but Full does that fully people. answer? That doesn't fully answer my question though. I mean, it sort of does. Okay. But for the, okay. So sorry. That's what that guy said. That's what I took from it. And, Therefore, whatever a culture, whatever they're dealing with, their pains and their troubles in that culture will be unique and will express uniquely. That's in, in so music. the culture driving the music is what you're saying in that regard. Yeah, whatever cultural trauma where you yeah, feel this way, so. and then the honor feels good, and that weird flute makes you feel honored for some reason, or whatever that is. It's just like people are guessing at it until they find the feelings that everybody's having together, and they're like, "That's yes. true." Everybody goes, "Yes, That's true. this is it." In our because, for instance, I think a good example of that would be. Um, blues blues right right it's just the so perfect music for what that is or whatever they that are going is. through a thing and yeah. just create that just drives that music out of them 
So yeah, I guess. I and guess and right. other people that's go, yeah, yeah, that's how I feel too. Right. You got it. And then you have a fan. Yeah. Yeah. The same or way as like, you know, music yeah. has a more energy in the city. Like when we moved to Seattle, everything was punk and you know, everything, yeah. uh, everything on our side was emo, slow, Drony kind of like that, and then we got out there to the city, and everything was you know, faster, more energy. I think I, I think the culture definitely does drive it, yeah, for sure. But yeah, and yeah. so then, what other kind of music do I like? I'll take this a totally different direction, and say I get these Instagrams. I do a lot of music Instagram. Like Instagram feeds me, me the, my musical nerdness uh, in so many ways that I don't have to take the artist seriously. It's like just this or that, or a sound or whatever it is. Um. And there's one Instagram I follow, and for some reason it's Indian music, but it's really more like music theory. So I don't understand anything that's happening except for they do this thing where they draw the notation system. I don't even think it's a notation system, but they have like the pitches. They'll draw them visually and trace them as the guy sings these weird runs and trills. Like, uh and trills and runs and they're like mapped out exactly so when you hear those people doing it you i'm watching it trace on this map of how it the sound is and they're, they're nailing like these vi like it's showing like these yeah. weird squiggly shapes and it's like exactly what their voice is doing down to the like micro wiggle and, and they're going between and it's, and it's show, going through their scales and like you can see how they're they have some other way of doing notation and it's just like That's it cool. makes it's, it's like watching it and hearing it it makes me it's so like I don't, I don't know how to like listen to the songs and really like them or whatever necessarily, but seeing how they make their music and kind of notate it and think about it, um, like in a theory way, is like the people in their culture that think about music. But I think about it a totally different way because the way I think about notes and harmony, and they have right. a different way of thinking about it. And they're showing some vision. They're thinking a little bit, and it's freaking. So I, the Indians is, but I don't, I don't know that. But if Toby listens to some Indian music on Spotify that I like. Yeah, but I don't know exactly how to like it. It's got something to it sometimes that's interesting, for sure. I and think you know, now the dissonances and stuff. It's yeah. just like if I try to listen to the chords and the in between stuff and let yeah. that matter, it's like really cool. I think the rest of the world now, with the you know, the invention of the computer and all the access that everybody has to record their own music, there's just a lot of good music coming from the rest of the world now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we just always had access in America to just more, you know, more opportunity. And now the rest of the world is getting chances for opportunity and it's going to be a lot better than America. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, right. even like I've been noticing that like with Netflix, like so many of the yeah. foreign films are really good now. Like I almost look forward to them. I mean, I just, and, and as AI gets better with like, scanning the whole movie and changing it into English or something. So there's not subtitles or whatever, you know, it's just going to be insane. I mean, it'll just, it'll wash right over and you just, it, even the mouth movements will match the words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything. Yeah. And it'll even be in the actor's voice, but it'll be mm -hmm. English. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. This I mean, all is a really hit something really crazy, really. Cause if, when I first got into music, it was come. I mean, I've never really thought about it like this, but when I got into music, it was completely opaque and inaccessible to me. All I could do was go to band class and try to freaking learn how to do the, the positions and read eighth yeah. notes across the page. Like, that was the only right. thing that I could even find where somebody was trying to do music with me. There wasn't not anything else at all. And I got a guitar, and it's like, okay, a chord chart. Like, the only thing I could learn was put my fingers in those shapes, and then that's it. There was no – there was nothing else, like – there was no way I could just watch somebody make a G chord and switch to a D didn't have that. There's no way I could look that on YouTube or anything. And right. now with everything that they, they do, like the, the making music visual is the thing that happened in our lifetime. Like think about how important music is and having no visual, no access to information or visual way that a person exploring music can go crazy. And then think about being and this happened while we were in bands where the next generation came up and had YouTube when they were a, yeah. new guitarists when they were got a guitar when they were 12 right. and could watch somebody play on youtube you know i couldn't right. look at somebody else's hands do guitar ever not to mention have condensed lessons and knowledge yeah. you know i could maybe have a chord chart on my wall to stare at that was all i could do for hours and hours and hours <laughs> right. and so all the people since like 10 10 years after our musical development had a visual component ever since. And it's like night and day. Like, you know what I mean? You see all these kids that can shred and do everything. Everybody can do everything. It's like, 
it used to be really hard to learn how to play music. Yeah. It used to be really hard. But now yeah. they can, they got start people can get so good so fast. It's just crazy. So it's like there has to be more now. There's more, you know, the more more people have the ability to bring better songs oh, yeah, than ever before. Sure. So they have to we have to find them. I mean, they have to be coming. It's get but it's harder now because I think if I would have just been coming up now, I probably would just it's let harder. my phone get in the way. Of learning well, it's annoying those anything, people. They're you know all I mean? shredders. Like that's what music went in that shred. No, like know, as soon as you I could know, go YouTube, but... it's like everybody just got virtuoso at drums, yeah. really right. fast and crazy all of a sudden. But nonetheless, the long term effect has to be more like for like, you know, writing songs or something. I think. Yeah, I don't like know more people can create new songs that feel a certain way now than ever before. So it's kind but of. But there's just so much competition now. Like the the way the. To become a new band, I don't even know what you really had to do. People ask us that all the time. I really don't have a good answer outside of just really try to market yourself. I hate saying that, but that's true. You have to. Like your yeah, songs, there's just a, there's billions of songs. So you just can't. I mean, why? What I mean, if Matt, it's just true that the only the best ones will make it Nat, from now on or something? Well, that's what everybody thought. You probably when, can't. When radio, in the, with radio. You know, that's the only the best ones make it. But that was, you know, that was still just some corporations picking ones and pushing it on people. And but you think you know, the there best was a lot songs better we music. never heard? Like, yeah, but don't you think the best songs got here or don't? You don't think. No, that? Oh, that, you and I had that conversation. That's what I was thinking. Like, why do I let my ego step in sometimes and just write my own song? Like, there's plenty of songs out there. Like, uh, I, I just love that... Um, the what's the song I've been listening to with Eagles of Death Metal? Blinded by the Light. So it was written by Bruce Springsteen. And then that other band, which I forget what they're called. Um I need to look them up because I always forget them, which is sad. Um they did their version and it was it's just awesome and weird and goofy like crazy. And then I'm listening to the Eagles of Death Metal version and I'm like, holy cow. Like this song has found its fullness now. I don't know which one's right. The the other band's uh what is it called? Manfred Mann's something. <laughs> Manfred Mann's whatever, but Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Anyway, uh, so I think that maybe songs have been written, but there's m more left. There'll be songs left that will touch people and mean something. And but it does feel like it's getting less and less. Like when I, when I'm I mean, about don't like we have mega most of the hits. good songs, or is that not true? Like, think about it. We can't. You can't. Was there a bunch of songs between the Rolling Stones and the Beatles yeah. that we missed out on that never got here? Like, if you think about them, like sperm, like they didn't yeah, ever yeah. get born or get an egg, or like, right. like, was there infinity of songs, or is that's there what, just kind of a certain amount? That's what I was thinking. Is is music songs the one thing that no matter how many times you create something? There's always infinite left. It seems like there's infinite right? left, but there's only certain stuff so. that can like really stick around or survive. It's not like it's not like we're checking off a number of songs that can be written. You know, I mean, there's no one billion song yeah. checklist that we're checking off. We're just constantly creating something in the middle of yeah an infinite universe. But it's songs. all best of the best kind of a process, right? I mean, that would rise to the top. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like after you have yeah. decades cut off and stuff, and it's like the stuff that sticks yeah. around. But do you think a bunch of songs just were like just all left on the table that would express some human emotion that just don't exist yet and they still can? Like yeah, they probably. still can, or you missed all the time. Like you, can't, you can't do 70s rock anymore. Like any, you can't go back and do it now in the no, same but way. But you so but whatever didn't get written then just didn't get written. That, that's what I'm saying. Though. Then, but you can you can even right. find more fulfillment of that sound. You can take you yes. can take a song yeah, or or a style yeah. and add yeah, on to and, and make sure. it more more of itself. For, right. But see, know, that's what I actually believe. It. The top creators in the world right now are people like Olivia Rodrigo because she's just doing that, like in between vibes of artists and like the Strokes and paramore and like she's like Leon doing Bridges. the thing yeah yeah they're just yeah they're getting in between stuff that hasn't been made yet like sound wise but it's like you can hear yeah. what exactly they're remixing or something like well, that's I, what I can hear 
where it came from. I know exactly where all of it came from, and I f- just love it. It's so right. good. Well, know? that's what music is constantly, right? It's just you're just barely tweaking the knob. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. you're not doing a big different thing. It's just you're. But it doesn't feel like she's writing yesterday. <laughs> no, yeah. But maybe, I mean, you know, she has a driver's license, but isn't that just yesterday right. or something, you know? Right. It's like a, I don't know. It's wild. You I mean, think, that's what. Sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, is it. But even at us as a band has evolved. So even our sound has changed from, you know, record to record to record to record. So I think that is the thing. It just has to evolve. But on some level, it all has been done, maybe. That's moment. what I'm saying. It might all have been done, that but comes you can up add on and change it, right? Yeah. You can re-express the same things that are embedded in our culture yeah. that will have legs if you do it good enough. Like yeah. if you right. really do it good enough, you'll get to have it in there or something. But the, yeah. there's only certain things you can do. Like, you know, on um, what's that guy's name? Uh, what is a uh, dead mouse? I don't remember his name, but the dead mouse guy, did you watch his master class? Didn't we talk about yeah. that? I watched yeah. his master class and it's just, I just love that guy. Like he's like so jaded kind of a guy. I just yeah. think he, like, you know, I just was thinking he would be something else, but he's like, it's just kind of pretty really jaded studio kind of guy. And he just goes, everything has to be, I don't remember what the tempo is, but it's like, everything has to be that tempo. I wish it weren't yeah. the case, but everything has to be this tempo. Cause this is all that works. And this is how you have to do it. And this is what this yeah. thing is that I know how to really do really good. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's funny. He knows what it is that he's doing to the people that they want to be. He knows how to feed them the thing they like to just do that vibe to in the biggest yeah. way. He just knows what that is. But it's not like him, it's not like what you do when you write a song. It's not the same right. thing at all. No, 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 no. Right. No, not at all. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's insane. Yeah, he didn't even get to like uh, he has to create within some serious boundaries because the the EDM yeah. fest just want the But he's so talented. Oh, you know, yeah. just, he can't do that. Nobody would ever give a fucking shit if it didn't right. hit just right or whatever. But yeah, and then you know, if you do something you say, I wish he would do something like like Nickel Creek did, you know, make a weird right. album. It's like nobody's going to care if you make a weird album. No. Like overall, and it just doesn't work or whatever. Right. Some, that's you know, crazy. that's the, but you, cause you had to do just the one thing that you nailed or whatever. But that, that's been my thought for us is that we should definitely just do more and more fleshing out cover songs and just really, yeah, I like, like, I, like I was telling I Matt, totally Devin, um, um, ever long, I felt like you found something that nobody had found with that version, yeah. you know, the jazz, uh, this jazz version, you can get that in Emory land, by the way. Right. Might be out on Spotify too. I don't know, but you can definitely it's get a, it. It's on Spotify. It you know that. <laughs> I don't you're know. Ta- you're re- talking about it. Know. How it's pa- it's done well on Spotify right, right, now. right now. Oh yeah, that's true. I guess that, now that you put it that <laughs> that's way. how you know that it w- turned out good. Remember, because it's think, public. But like I've heard so many people do versions of that song, just acoustic or you know just on piano or what, yeah. you know I've heard bunches of different versions of that song. Um, but you found something in it and I, I think that's one of the reasons why it did so good it's it of course right. the version is good but you found something that other people hadn't and so mm-hmm. it's new and fresh no matter what to the people you know what i mean and there's some familiarity to it but there's familiarity in a yeah. lot of chords yeah and chord progressions and all that stuff so um i thought that was really cool i think i think as a yeah, band we should pursue it. that it more was... you're right i think that's a the right idea so I, mean, I think it's yeah. like a martial art, isn't it? In a way, it's like if you like if you see somebody cover Everlong and it's it's not good, it 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 doesn't it's that like doesn't meet the battle of the bands or whatever. It's like okay, right. but you did not help the song. You didn't do anything. You didn't bring anything right. new to it. It's just worse. That's almost every cover. Yeah, almost every cover yeah. is you simply did not reach anything that this song did or all of it. And in no way did you add anything new right. that fits. So no, thanks. You lose. So right. if you, and think about the harder and hardest songs that people could pull off to cover. Like if you had to really pull off a certain songs are harder to cover, but if you can do it and take it to the next level or bring something new to it, everybody will be very glad because the song is already unbelievable. You're right. I think, you know what is interesting? I think, 
now that there's just there's a lot of lot more bands that that's their sole reason for existing is just finding the right style cover right so though it's validating for the ones that nail it yeah because you really added something permanent and real like think about i'm going to say for instance whitney doing dolly's song yeah like oh it isn't everybody a winner for that of course yeah i mean you need that that, you mean whitney could have not done that and we would not have it right just because you know it's because like oh just a cover who cares like no that was we're glad you put in the time on that one whitney you've got it but it's interesting because that people know that now that how valuable that is now it feels like that's increased a lot more with tiktok too maybe <clears throat> but just how valuable a cover song can be done in the right context. But it, you know, like at uh, resorts and stuff, uh, or at least the one we were at, there was a bunch of really chill, like get, you know, solo guitar, um, nice voc- male vocalist, you know, style covers of like songs that I wasn't expecting to be, you know, a cover, you know, how so- it kind of, th- sometimes it throws you off like, Oh, that's, that song um they had a bunch of those and it was the same sounding person and it just all sounded really really good it was just all these songs that everybody knew but they all sounded really good just different Mm -hmm. but anyway i just thought that was interesting because they probably make a lot of money off that like there's a lot of people make a lot of money off music but they're not the people that are doing exploratory exploratory no. nonsense <laughs> right <laughs> let's make a new There's album people in the hotel lobby in you know in hawaii You're right or at a casino yes. doing a cover night yeah yeah the cure. people want to hear, know hear familiar songs that they're yeah. pro- yes i mean you want to go like emo this. night really delivers more than we can yeah. It just does. How are, how are we supposed to compete with Emo Night? Think but about that's it. the real live versions. <laughs> that was what we were talking about in in Houston or whatever that time. And then we probably talked about it on the podcast. But, you know, we played with Gillespie and did um, – I mean, it was great. He did Southern Weather on acoustic. and um, But, you know, it was a great show. It was probably, I don't know, 400, 500 people. I don't know how yeah. many 400 maybe was there. It was good. It was – the right Good size job. club and the right size crowd. And then Gillespie went over to do emo night in Houston that same night. And, uh, it's like 1200 people there. <laughs> screaming. He does He does the same thing. He takes same guitar, goes over to that stage and yeah. strums it for 1200 people after getting off stage, opening for Emory. For his for, real concert that he yeah. just his real, had. His concert, right. To go do it. They could have seen the real concert. But shows to go to the other. Right. 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 but no yeah. that's not but good. that's what i'm saying good. how can we compete with that they you, you know what the they're yeah. just monetizing the, those songs yeah it's yeah. the fucking ip yeah. that's what it is some uh-huh. of that ip is very valuable that the people on the emo playlist out there created yeah. that's very valuable shit yes well we i mean we have a value of that there's we a value to there. us yeah, we got some you know what i mean but so that's helpful like the to thing's us too. Very valuable, commercially. Right. It's not as valuable as other songs, but it has value. But the songs Pretty are the, the the real like. There's the personalities big, but the songs really something. Yeah. Because right. you can just put play the songs and get people together, and it'll be t- sold out. Yeah. You're so right. that's really valuable stuff. It's you know funny too. Wise. Oh yeah. Never mind. I probably can't talk about that. But well, some something oh, kind of yeah. cool coming up. Um, pretty soon, I can't say anything about. Sorry, um, <laughs> you know it was. Go ahead, Dave. No, sorry, but it was just <laughs> cool. You know, you heard a version of a song that was like, "Oh, that song doesn't sound like that anymore." You know what I mean? It, it's changed. The song has changed so much with like how your the age and hearing it and you oh, know yeah. performing it and stuff like that. So it was just kind of a cool, cool thought about that. Sorry. <laughs> I tell you what, it also might sell out. What? Uh, well, we're going to be in Des Moines this weekend, I guess. Is, so, is, do you pronounce the S or is it Des Moines? Is it Des Moines? Oh D- no! Is it, is it Des Moines? <laughs> first I, I was Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. <laughs> Devin, I don't. I maybe we had one too many S's. Toby thought we had one too little S's. He needed Des Moines. To add one in there. 
Des Moines. Is it Des Moines? I'm pretty sure it's Des Moines. I don't think it's a. Is there? There's never a silent S. S. It's it's not a silent S. There's Des Moines, Moines, Iowa. Des Moines is definitely Des Moines, Iowa. But in Washington, here in Seattle, there's Des Moines, which is they do pronounce the S, and it's spelled exactly the same, so that can be a little confusing. But when I was um, little, I memorized all the state capitals and then say i know all the state capitals and get people to quiz me and i would say desmonese you know and then get, <laughs> yeah that's what i was calling it when i was desmonese desmonese that's how i read it off a of map anyway sorry i just thought it was des moines i des moines. think it's des moines, des moines that's in washington yes. okay, also no. it's, yeah it doesn't des sound right des, des moines, moines. It's Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. <laughs> Des Moines, Washington. Des Moines. Like, no, I'm going to step in here. That This is 100%. <laughs> Des Moines. We are um, playing there Friday. Yep, Friday, the 18th. Uh, it's going to be a very fun show, and tickets are selling fast. So if you want them, you better get them at emorymusic.com. Nah, you're lucky. Um, you also join Emoryland. We got uh, in Shallow Seas, we sell live. The whole album, live, is in there. And it's on sale now in Emeryland. Um, you can get that vinyl, boy. Get that vinyl. People love the vinyl. Oh, they love the vinyl. They man. love both the vinyls a lot. Also in Emeryland, you get all the demos <laughs> that we created for the next album. You get the new album as soon as it's done, months before the public. Now, y'all going to make fun of Des Moines. How do you say the word M-O-N-T-H? M-U-N-C-E. Yes. Okay. Months. months? So it has, guess what you added to it? A s, two yeah, I don't month. say that. Matt does. Months. M-U-N-T-Z. Months. months. <laughs> yeah, I say months. M-U-N-C-E. Like months. M-U-N-T-Z. Yeah, mine's probably a hybrid way to months. spell it. Months. Um, <laughs> M-U-N-T-Z is tight. You yeah. have to admit that. Months. One thing Megan says <laughs> that drives me crazy is months, she says, for some reason, I don't know why she says it, she says across. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> With that's a T on crap. the end of the word. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's what ridiculous. are you adding a T for? There is no yeah. T in the word across. You can stop it with the S. Yeah. Sorry. Some Southern people Sorry, add a T some, in some places. My grandma would say hallelujah. She would make it er. <laughs> See, those, I find those those are egregious. I mean Hallelujah. Feel free to use it, but that's getting it become. Hallelujah! <laughs> she would she would call out during service. Feel free to take a little. Yeah, I, knew it was her. Yeah, I agree. Hallelujah! <laughs> I came here to preach, and that's what I'm going to do. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! Was that also somebody who who only one day a week we get all the laundry together for the wash? Yeah, for the, the wash involved. Wash it, Missouri. Hallelujah! <laughs> Nobody That's called ridiculous. her on us. This endearing. Oh. Um, you also get instant access to part two, which is the whole second half full other episode that only goes into uh Emory Land. So if you're loving this episode, you're gonna trust me, you're gonna really love those. You're gonna oh, yeah. love it because you can oh, find yeah. out what Devin did on the sex boat. Oh, I talked you about found it. out what went I down on the sex about boat. It. <laughs> he tells you who was getting the blowjob and you know who it is you know their name you will recognize them I join in them. it's Maddie Mullins <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking he would never it's not he's a great man great man that dude's in uh, honorable sang with old Amber Lynn did we talk about that he sang no, with him I don't know if we did uh, also, you get free pre-show tickets to any Emory show this year when we do the pre-show, which we're doing uh, while Broken Hearts Prevail, the EP. This is the only time we're ever going to do it. So you do not want to miss that. Join Emory Land. Oh, yeah, you also Kate, get 20% quick. off. What? Sorry, go ahead. Fin- you can finish that part. I was going to say you get 20% off everything in emorymusic.com, songs and stories, tickets, uh, custom songs, and which we're doing songs and stories this Friday, and uh, even at Marriage Supply. So, and you get your name read, which we'll do at the end of the podcast. Yes. Um, I, I guess Katie forgot to put this in there, but we just n- announced tickets on sale for some upcoming shows in September. So we got some shows coming up in September. Uh, I think most people well, by Iowa's now know. Iowa's one of them. Iowa is Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines and Iowa. 
Um, we're playing Ohio's for Lovers, which is so awesome. Gosh, it's such a good festival. They've all been so great. Um, and then in September, we're playing Ohio's for Lovers and Tennessee is for Lovers, which is going to be awesome. I'm super excited about the Tennessee one because it's in the cavern yeah, or no. whatever, which is supposedly a really awesome venue. Um, then we're also going to play some a mix of songs and stories shows and in shallow seas we sell shows. So it's a little confusing because Dave has to go home for his daughter's birthday one day. We're going to play a songs and stories show that night yep. and not do in shallow seas we sail, just kind of be a mix of songs. Yeah. And then um, we are doing that on September 12th in Harrisburg, Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, that's a Tuesday at the Golden Pony. And then the next night we're playing in shallow seas we sail, full album plus a few other songs <clears throat> um, in Brooklyn, New York on September 13th at the Meadows. And then September 14th. The Meadowlands? It says the Meadows. I wish it was the Meadowlands. That'd be <laughs> tight. Um, it's Thursday, September 14th in Asbury Park, New Jersey at House of Independence. Mm -hmm. Then the next night, we're flipping back to the Songs and Stories show in Washington, D.C. I was thinking that night we might maybe have Dave play drums or something. It might just, because since they're going to be there, we could probably do something a little, maybe a little bit more. Yep. Something. Songs and stories in DC. That'd be tight. Yeah. Yep. So, which we haven't been to DC in a long time. Yeah, so so that's gonna special be, show. That's going to be nice. Then the next night, Saturday, September 16th, is in Philly, which we love to play Philly. It's always a great show. And it was because we kind of got behind the eight ball on this tour, we weren't able to get a, like a, normal size venue for us you know which is probably somewhere between three to six hundred ish you know what i mean like yeah so this one is more of like a uh, they called it an underplay is what he called it it's a small venue it's like 165 wow get your tickets oh wow be, so that'll be fun it'll be fun and well, i would say I we should have charged more tick for tickets on a special like that well but anyway you know, that would be my comment you but yeah that one, sounds like it's gonna be really deal. fun i mean I, it's if gonna you be one always, of those memorable I mean, shows that's yeah. gonna be really good so that's the kind of thing where you need to have that dynamic pricing and something going on right <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> so it's, it's, oh, it's a good deal but, i got my ticket for 115 dollars <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that's going to be fun. But it's going to actually, that will be fun. Yeah. And it's with Slow Joy. Some of these songs are Slow Joy um, as well. Philly is one of them. Um, yeah. In a small place, going to sell out. It's going to be awesome. And then the next day, we're playing Massachusetts is for Lovers outside of Boston uh, Saturday. I'm sorry, Sunday, September 17th. And that's, that's it. That's cool. I couldn't be that's more it. proud to like think about that. We're going to, it's already basically sold out. Then we're doing a special show in D.C. It'll be a one-of-a-kind thing. Yep. Yep. Play thing is really cool. It's in Shallow Seas. We say. It's like oh, it's a bunch of cool, like, experimental. And then that other that other Songs and Story ones is a relatively experimental format, too, right. in Harrisonburg. Yeah. Right. Because it's a bigger yeah. place. Because it's like a normal venue. Yeah, it's we're more like a normal venue for a song story. So it's we're just like that. All, that's really all very exciting to me that there's that much it's gonna be experimental a nice run. going on. It's going to be a yep. nice run indeed. All right, uh, we'll read the names at the end. Uh, we got a little time, fellas, for some damn news. We haven't done damn news in a if long time. you got it, time. I got time. Yeah, we got a little time. All right. got if you got a little time. time, I know Devin's relaxed. You know and, how it goes. Knows. He's uh, doing his – he's still on uh, Mexico time, my friend. I am. I can tell. I am. Uh, okay, so the first news comes from ESPN.com, and I saw this today, and I was like, whoa. Blindside, the subject of Michael Orr. Michael Orr alleges that the Tui's just made millions off of a lie. I saw um, that. The retired NFL star Michael Orr, whose supposed adoption out of, the grinding pro uh, out of grinding poverty by a wealthy white family was immortalized in the 2009 uh, film The Blind Side, which she won an Oscar for, <laughs> which wow. is this crazy. Um, the Blind Side petitioned a Tennessee court Monday with allegations that a central element of the story was a lie concocted by the family to enrich itself at his expense. The 14-page position, uh, petition rather, um, said that uh, alleges that Sean and Lee or Lay, I forget her name, Lee, I guess Leanne. That's right, Leanne Tui who took Orr into their home as a high school student, never adopted him. Instead, less than three months after Orr turned 18 in 2004, the petition says the couple tricked him into signing a document making them his conservators, 
which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. The petition further alleges that the Tuies used their power as conservators to strike a deal that paid them and their two birth children millions of dollars in royalties from an Oscar-winning film that earned more than $300 million, while Orr got nothing Dude. for the story. He got in the, nothing? Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. The lie of Michael's adoption is one upon the co-conservators. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's it's crazy. Really, yeah, it's really crazy. I mean, I guess that. But why didn't he sense. say anything until now? The well, yeah, dad, that's, what was, that's what I was thinking. Why did he wait? How, do they, like, how does that happen? I don't maybe, know. Maybe he's just finally mad or upset or something. It says he wants it to end the conservatorship to an issue an injunction barring them from using his name and likeness. Maybe they're still trying to do it. Maybe he might've just been like, fuck y'all. Y'all are still using me. Maybe, uh, but, I mean, Sean, but he, I don't like, like when the movie came out, his, he was what, what was going on then? Yeah. It seems like he would have, that's a long time put ago. up a, put up a fight earlier, but I'm not saying that's not real. It's just, it's been a while. I'm just saying, what? What's the other perspective? There's something missing there. That's all I'm wondering. Why would he have motivation? Maybe he to didn't think they were gonna. You know, I don't. Maybe he, was he didn't a, know he the had deal. A, maybe he didn't know the deal. Maybe he just thought the movie about him. He knew he didn't get money for. For many no, I years. know, but I'm saying maybe, maybe but it was they just said like they, they hey, said you'll they just didn't get, either, but maybe they did. I don't know. I'm saying maybe they just told him, hey, you'll just get tons of exposure endorsement deals whatever like you'll well, this is what you the, are his adopted parents or the people that said they ever i mean that's like I, that's that terrible. sounds very weird yeah it's a weird situation now there, there's a picture of her hugging him when he's drafted you know he's there at they're with him the he's the 23rd overall pick but is that just a maybe Maybe it was a thing. Like, he, like I'm, I'm not saying I'm not trying to say he's doing something. I mean, he's got his own whatever. It's just he probably is now reinterpreting things and Maybe. understanding what he feels. I'm yes. not saying yeah. wrongly. I'm just saying he probably has a different view now than he did then. That he's trying to right. say. And you know what? Maybe that didn't make sense. I thought that made sense, but it didn't make sense or whatever. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, because you could if you're an 18 year old kid. You can be something can be explained mm -hmm. to you in a way that's pers persuasive. Right. Not, you know what I mean. Not right. even like. Yeah, that's my guess. <clears throat> that's probably it. He was just, yeah, just persuaded. And it's come to see it different or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. That's I mean, getting the conservatorship <clears throat> and adopting, if you, that is kind of screwy sounding. Oh wait wait wait. Maybe this is one of the reasons in his new book. Michael Orr says the film depicting his life is a large, uh, has been a large source of some of my deepest hurt and pain over the last 14 years, but he has a book coming out. So that would get, this is a little bit of hype for the book too. I mean, it might be true, but this is yeah, definitely right, right. timing with his new book about his life. So he's probably, he's written this book and he's wanting it to sell well, obviously. They said they didn't make any money off the movie either, but then other things said they, they did. They each got, like even his brothers and si the sister, but I don't know. Didn't wasn't the um, yeah that that's that story's just like powerful though. Like like you know Deshaun Watson has a story of like yeah, who is it? Don't um, uh, Florida be careful, State guy. Yeah, that helped him. You know, get a house and all that kind of stuff. Like those those stories in sports are big, so they're worth a lot. Yeah, yeah kind of like songs lot. are. Yeah, that's why th when you watch the draft, that's all they tell now. They tell yeah, all these those, stories about each person. You've yeah. never heard of them in your life, and then by the end of it, you're crying because you're yeah. like, whoa, this kid yeah. came from rough. So once that gets married, those narratives and the sports value, it's like yeah. it gets to be a commodity real quick. Yeah. yeah oh, big time. Um, Do you know the Forrest Gump guy that wrote Forrest Gump? It says he didn't get anything, and then they settled back after the fact. Really? Like he got nothing. Yeah, yeah, he had like almost nothing. Like, Jeez. like he's got he got like $160,000 or something. Wow. The guy that wrote Forrest Gump. And then it's like, what the fuck, guys? Yeah. And then they re <laughs> they renegotiated or something. They were supposed to make a Forrest Gump too. And then they yeah. never did because it was somehow not very good. I don't know. All right. We all seen this. I think McDonald sent it to us, but this comes from the mirror. Uh, flying orbs film spinning around plane shows proof of teleportation. Uh, satellite footage shows showing three orbs floating around a plane, leading to sleuths online suggesting Doom Malaysian Airline flight MH370 may have had ex had an extraterrestrial end. Uh, 
Footage said to be from a satellite of bizarre orbs floating around the plane in the sky. Has a conspiracy theorist convinced that that might be why that other flight got disappeared? I don't want to read this whole thing. Basically, there's these UFOs that fly around this plane and the plane disappears. And so maybe that's what happened to the missing Malaysian plane. But um, I, I'm beginning to think now that all the alien stuff is not real and fabricated like it's just trying to it is trying to get your attention off of something else i don't know what that thing is but it's just it's a little too bizarre that like the way a few different things have been laid out to me and then even this thing that was on reddit and it's been proven false that that just like uh i looked it up and it just said that it's obviously fabricated and manipulated video and um they just edited in all these these three whatevers. But I just don't the more and more I think about it, it just seems too silly. Like I think aliens, if they were around, would have realized that the politicians are, are real shady and shitty and trying to do stuff for themselves or get ahead of everything. So I just think they would have just realized that immediately and just came in full force and just showed up not to let politicians let Joe Biden talk to them or whatever. No, get that out of here. That would that wouldn't do anything anyway. That would just be about the humans, not about the aliens. So I think the aliens, if they were coming or were real, okay. they'd just be. Let me ta- let me get that. Let me get that. You're saying that if the reason you're saying as if the aliens wanted to talk through human leaders for some purpose of something like a that as if that was the the thing, and you're saying. The government, when aliens come, it won't have anything to do with the government. Yeah, I don't think they're going to try to talk to the leaders of men uh-huh. because they'll recognize that they're, they're weak, shitty, bad people. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll realize that system doesn't mean anything. They just will have to. They they they'll be able to understand us and we'll speak our language and all this. You know, they'll be able to do all that. So I just don't even think they're going to mess with trying to go through some kind of leadership thing. Robin Hansen says what they would be doing if they were local aliens is just setting an alpha signal saying, look, check, we're aliens up here, so just don't flex. And right. you're like, okay, sorry, we were building the nuclear bombs, but we're you're like, you're the alpha dog and we're just yeah. going to chill down here. Like that's yeah. what it's about. Right. So they don't want that, you getting off right. the plane. Like we're in a, a larger surveillance state of the galaxy or something. Yeah. So there's like patrol. It's like don't even – like we're, we don't care about you. We're not trying to fucking talk to you. It doesn't matter. Just, you know who we are and who you are, and you can, you yeah. you, you know who I am. You know who you are. Okay, just so that's clear. Like just establishing that. But nobody knows anything. Yeah. But that could be one. That's how he says would be if you had a. Otherwise, it would be totally hostile. Yeah. If it wasn't like, mm-hmm. otherwise it would what. You know, it was. You yeah. would think it would be totally hostile if it was just trying to expand this way. Right. And yeah. I do wonder too. I mean. This sounds very conspiracy theory, but if you, what if, you know, like uh, people are trying to find new ways of, because um, they're not going to make as much money. Oil is not renewable. So like the Saudis are putting their money in other different places and stuff like that. I wonder if this is the military complex trying to create something so there's still money for military advancement and power. Yeah. And, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that, Like just that simple of, Oh well, we can't they just always say we're going to. The scareder people yeah. are, the easier it is for them to get right. their budget. So they just like started telling those whoever yeah. these people leaking is like not frowned upon because it helps yeah. raise money or something. Yeah. So feel yeah. free to ham yeah. it up out there, boys. Yeah. That way you can just explore more and more and spend more right. more tax players. I mean, the money spent on military. That's a good. Is, I, is, I think you. I think that's a good explanation. It's probably wild. pretty pretty because it's like a simple, really terrible fact about the way human nature is it's yeah. not glamorous it's probably what's really going yeah. on yeah yeah and it's all i don't know we're fed a lot of stuff we really are and so i don't, I mean it's just a lot okay one more news story for y'all and then the last one's about a band guys and it's the jonas brothers this comes for fox news the jonas brothers explain how they make singing about sex not weird as siblings <laughs> <laughs> Uh, once known for being the band of brothers with purity rings the Jonas Brothers have evolved and so has their music embarking on a worldwide tour uh, they're playing through five of their albums um, it's just natural to speak about life and where you're at like 
That's my wife and partner in crime of 13 years, you know, said Kevin, who's 35. Jonas Brothers are 35 <laughs> right now. And how uh, his marriage to wife Danielle has inspired the group's music. We're always conscious that we're three brothers singing on stage together, so when we speak about sex specifically, it's got to be kind of a nuanced thing. Otherwise, it can be a little strange. Obviously, we're not duetting those songs, he said, but very individual singing in that. That I guess they're just saying it is weird, and they're just trying to avoid it or whatever. But I was thinking about that. It is funny thinking... Devin and I, we have we have some sexual lyrics, but I don't ever think about it as all of us. But I am singing about some kind of sexual things in some context and in, in some songs, you know. Yeah, some yeah. I mean, y'all definitely, there. yeah. You you two definitely at many moments appear romantically intertwined if you've kind of followed the yeah <laughs> the, the dynamic of the trio right. vocals. I mean, sure. I mean, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. I look over, and Matt's got a big old boner. <laughs> 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 what's he using for a slide holy shit <laughs> oh, all right man. that's the damn news all right let's read some that's names good. and we'll we'll let the folks go okay um, if you can read the names for me now this one's interesting here because uh the they sent in their favorite how you know if you're an elder emo or not okay. list so if you read the names, Devin. All right. First one, Sean Day. Sean says you know you're an elder emo by your mosh pit memory lane. It says you reminisce about the epic mosh pits that you used to have back in the day while discreetly holding on to the barrier to avoid being swept away currently. Like you don't get in nice. that mosh pit anymore. <clears throat> you hold okay, on. Number two, Pond Ware. Pond Ware. Um, mixtape Mastery. Says you explain to young emos what a mixtape is, as they marvel at the ancient art of sharing feelings through hand-picked songs. Isn't that funny? I, I mean, I made mixtapes. Oh yeah, I made burnt CDs. A burnt CD was amazing to get or give. I mean, that that's a real gift that doesn't even really. I mean, you can make somebody a playlist now on Spotify. It doesn't feel as intimate. Like you had to, actually uh -huh. had to, especially with a tape, you had to hit record and do the whole thing. You know, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Okay, so I got a bone to pick because upon where I said his name last week when last week uh -oh. I said that name. So okay. he's must, got him twice because okay. he's sneaky this or must you're, be, you're out of date. Katie must have been a little off when she uh -oh. sent this link. I mean, this was the link I think she sent. I thought so. Yeah, sorry. Did I we mean, do Katie wrong? Katie does a great job. Don't get me wrong. but you know, No, we got no names today. So That's all. If those are the same names, we just let Oh, it you go. know what? I think these are the same names. Sarah Cree, Gregory Eldridge, Brian right, Knott. That, that was last week. Sorry. Okay, well, well we apologies from Katie, we, guys. Sorry. Apologies from But so Katie. those people got their name read twice. Shit. Now everybody's going, well, my name is going to be read yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm trying Why to stop you. Why my name Where's my name going to get wet? Give it to them twice. We can give it away. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got your name twice. That's enough. All right. I'm I'm out of here. I'm going to bed. See y'all next time.